What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome back to all of our listeners. I'm BJ Sipe, and you're listening to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've tuned in today, and I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same with me along the way. We are a week and a half into November, and you know what that means. It means that it has been a week and a half since I trimmed or shaped up my beard. This year, I decided to go ahead and do No Shave November, as they call it. I'm not sure how the tradition started, but a lot of guys decide to not touch their facial hair for the entire month of November. I'm sure it has something to do with the fact that this is the time of year to grow a big, thick beard as we are entering the cold winter months when a thick beard would help to keep you warm. I have a lot of friends that were blessed with some crazy good hair follicles, which is a really weird thing to say, but it is what it is. At any rate, they seem to be able to just go a month or two without shaving and grow a perfect, thick, and well-shaped beard. I, on the other hand, have not been able to do so. This is not because I have a patchy beard as many do. I have an entirely different problem. I have a pretty large cowlick where my beard grows on the right side of my face that I refer to as a vortex because it sounds a whole lot cooler. But my hair follicles grow in all kinds of different directions, and so shaping it is nearly impossible. While the left side of my face looks well-groomed as I try to grow it out, the right side of my face looks, well, like I fell asleep and forgot to run a comb back through it. When I wear my beard short, it's not noticeable. But when I try to grow it out, it gets to a point where it just looks stupid. So, as I was enjoying a cup of coffee and getting my day going, I decided to do some YouTube research and find out how I could possibly fix my strange beard situation. You know, certainly I was not the only one with this problem. And as it turns out, I'm not. But the solutions that were given to me were not all that helpful. The first recommendation is just shave it off and not grow a beard. Oh, wow, why didn't I think of that? Next idea. Well, the next suggestion was to try heat treatments, such as straightening your beard. Well, I've never used a straightener in my life, and my facial hair is not near long enough to try that without burning myself, so that's out too. Finally, the last suggestion seems to be my only solution, but it isn't exactly what I wanted to hear. The video went on to say that the best solution for fixing a beard cowlick is length. The longer you grow it out, the more other hair will cover the cowlick and more gravity will pull down on your beard and get it all to grow in the same direction. In other words, if I want to have a decent looking beard, I'm going to just have to put up with the super awkward stage for several months. Up to this point, 
Every time I've gotten to this awkward stage, I've just trimmed it all back short because I was tired of looking like Freddy the Freeloader. This time, I'm really going to try and hold out and go for it because I want to grow the beard. I'll be taking the biotin, my multivitamins, and using beard oil to try to get it to grow faster and shape it the way that I want to overcome this cowlick. So, if you know me personally and see me from time to time, let me apologize now for the way that I might look right now. I'm working on it, and hopefully with a little bit of time, it will be worth the wait and finally become a noteworthy beard. Every single one of us is working through the same thing, actually. And no, I don't mean that everyone on this podcast is trying to grow a beard right now. I'm talking about something entirely different. I want us to consider Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 15. It says, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure and stature and fullness of Christ, that we may no longer be children, tossed to and fro from waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning and by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. There is a lot that we can take away from this text, but I want us to focus on one thing in particular. Every single one of us has the same goal. We want to grow into the image of Christ. As disciples of Jesus, the Spirit is slowly but surely working on our hearts and transforming us into His image in the way that we think, the way that we speak, and the way that we act. In that sense, none of us will ever be done growing spiritually because there will always be room for growth. That being said, I want us to consider this spiritual reality. People are at different stages of growth in the church, and some are going through what I would like to call an awkward stage. What do I mean by this? Well, let me ask you this question. How has your faith changed just in the past five years? Or what about the last ten years? Surely, if we look at our lives ten years ago, we would hopefully be able to see ways in which we have grown tremendously since then. Why is this important? Well, it's important for this reason. We learn that all Christians are in different stages of growth, and it is not just to compare ourselves to one another. For example, if you looked at a young teen who's been a Christian for just a few months, and then compared him to an elder of the church, which of them is going to be the most mature and the most like Jesus? Well, Obviously, the elder will be. However, the elder has had decades of opportunities to grow more than the young Christian. It would be foolish to expect the teen to be in the same place in his faith as the shepherd of God's church. You see, while we are all Christians, the fact of the matter is that some are going to look more like Christ than others because growth is a process. We all have to go through that awkward stage, as we are continuing to learn how to deny ourselves and put away our former way of life to death. 
I think that's why David would write the way that he does in Psalm 25, verses 3 through 10. He writes and says, Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me into your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been from the old. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble in his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. So let me encourage both younger and older Christians to conclude today. To the younger Christians, you've got to go through the awkward stage. Don't give up because spiritual growth is hard or because you aren't exactly who you want to be yet today. Growth takes time, patience, and determination. You'll get there if you don't give up. To the older Christians, don't expect those who have just put on Christ to act as those who are spiritually mature after decades of growth. Be patient with them as you wanted others to be patient with you in the beginning. Help them, as others have helped you. And together, we can grow into maturity and reflect the image of Jesus Christ in our lives. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and video sessions. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and family and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all, each and every day, set our minds above. These California stars, girl, they've been hanging out, yeah, hang. I know that you love a man whose follicles are growing just for you Could you find a job for someone who don't know the first thing? Could you find a job for someone who don't know the first thing?
Yeah, hey. 